Welcome back to Meditations, Affirmations, and Small Conversations. I'm Tamisha. I'm a certified holistic health and wellness coach, a certified confidence coach, an author, celebrated poet, and creator of this community. This episode features our first guest that currently resides out of the country. Her name is Davida Ginter and she is in Israel. Davida Ginter is the founder of Be The Change and co-founder and CEO of Enkindle Global, which supports change makers and organizations in preventing burnout and cultivating well-being. She is the author of Burning Out Won't Get You There, Cultivating Well-Being to Successfully Lead Social Change. Davida is a participatory leadership facilitator and nonviolent communication trainer and operates on a global scale through organizational processes, facilitation, workshops, trainings, and talks. I'll tell you guys a little more about her book. We do speak on it in this episode. Burning Out Won't Get You There. Busyness, judgment, resistance to change, fear of admitting failure. Do change makers have to suffer to reduce world suffering? Or is there a way to avoid burnout? Davida Ginter's book, sheds light on the growing phenomenon of burnout and its root causes. She has interviewed change makers and social change experts from around the world about their personal experiences on entrepreneurship, leadership, and mindfulness. She offers comprehensive guidance, approaches, and tools to help cultivate personal and social well-being. Hi, Davida. Tell our listeners who you are, where you are, and what you do. Hi there. Um, pleasure to be here. So I'm Davida Ginter. I live in Israel with my family. And I work around the topics of leadership and sustainability. And specifically in the last three years or so, I'm focusing on the mission of preventing burnout and helping people to cultivate well-being and avoid burnout. And this is what I'm most passionate about these days. I love that. I'm so glad we can have you as a guest on meditations, affirmations, and small conversations. Can you explain what burnout is to our audience? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, basically there is a definition for burnout. Uh, burnout actually has now a new definition or a cognition, actually, from the World Health Organization. Last May, uh, they defined burnout as an occupational phenomenon for the first time, which basically means that uh, when people feel strong, disengagement from work uh, or feel um, cynical or negative 
to their mission at work or to their boss or co-workers. It might uh, mean that they are burnt out. Uh, but from the research that I uh, have conducted on burnout for the book that I wrote uh, on this topic, burnout is it's wider than just feeling disengaged. It's just part of it. I've spoken with people who felt at the time of burnout um, physical exhaustion, they felt very tired and emotional exhaustion. So they felt um, a lack of motivation and a very, very high level of stress. So stress is not necessarily a bad thing. It could actually motivate you further on, but burnout is the result of stress that is not managed in a healthy way. So if you are not balancing it all, then you are burnt out. Wow. That is the perfect definition. And I've had my own personal experience with burnout. Um, what made you so passionate about the topic? Have you had your own personal experiences as well? Or have you seen people around you go through it? Yeah, that's a question uh, I get a lot. Uh, what happened to me <laughs> that led me to work on this topic? So personally, I did not experience uh, a strong burnout. Definitely not in the work that I do now for almost 10 years. So what happened is that because I work with leaders and change makers and sustainability activists and peace activists, I've noticed this growing phenomenon of burnout around me. I noticed these people who work toward sustainability and they forget to sustain themselves or people who are trying desperately to reduce world suffering, but they suffer themselves because they are so committed to the cause of work, because they work long hours, because we get frustrated when we don't see results on time. So this is what led me to explore more into the topic of burnout. I noticed so many people around me, uh, colleagues and friends and just people I know from my networks. I noticed so many of them get uh, burnt out and hit the wall, sometimes time after time, like more than once. And that's how I got curious to learn more about the causes of burnout and actually what can we do to prevent it. Wow, that's amazing. And it's amazing to acknowledge that it's something that people are going through. Like it is not something that happens to, you know, one in a million every now and then. It's something that's actually common. Absolutely. Yeah. I was curious to know if it's uh, different from um, one place to another um, over the globe. And I ask people from different countries and continents, and it's not, you know, it's um, burnout is a phenomenon. It is cross-cultural and cross-sectoral. And sometimes the causes are different. Sometimes it is uh, depend on the culture in the sense of what's exactly happening there. 
but it doesn't mean that it's not exist in basically everywhere around the world. Right. Why do you feel like people aren't willing to open up and just be honest about it? Because they're afraid. We are afraid. Sometimes we are afraid to appear weak. Uh, we accidentally associate vulnerability with weakness. And so uh, we are concerned that if we admit openly that we suffer uh, stress or burnout, then we appear in the eyes of our clients or our boss or investors or society in general. So part of it is definitely about people just afraid to admit um, their setbacks and sometimes they're afraid to admit failures. So, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Another thing is that... we are basically living in a society, or the majority of us, it's never good to generalize, but the majority of us live in a culture and a society that measure us according to a very strict definition of success. Uh, we are being measured by grades and, you know, being excellent in this or that and being the toughest one, you know, strong. And it's very scary to admit that something is going on because that maybe you don't match the expectations, right? Maybe you don't mm. uh, meet this definition of success. So this is another key reason. Right. And it's, it is really hard when you start to talk about success because it looks a different way for everyone. So then there is like what they feel, but then what they think they should feel because of their surroundings and society and just societal influence. It's sometimes also what stresses people out because they they don't always know, you know, whether their success is enough. So then admitting your downfall is like not what wants what they want to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a big part of it, you know, when people are starting to question themselves, am I doing enough? And then of course there's a very short gap and then am I enough to right. the entity? And when we identify ourselves as not enough, that's very harmful for our feeling of self-worth, you know, our functioning. So then we start to dysfunction within society. Definitely. Um, What about people who don't realize they're going through burnout? Because I've also seen a lot of people struggle with burnout but I'm not sure that they knew that's what was happening you know what I mean yeah yeah I know well you know behavior change is uh, it's challenging have you ever tried to push someone to do something I'm guessing they pushed you back right and so we can't force anyone to be aware of the problem and you can't force anyone to change your behavior. So probably the best thing to do is to keep working on 
raising that awareness to open up the conversation to make people understand that these are the signs uh, so be careful and be aware that something is going on if you identify that you feel uh, like this or that so awareness is the first step and conversation conversations is the next step having these uh, open dialogues uh, in our organization in Kindle Global this is part of what we do we hold something we call capacity circles so we bring people together to sit in a circle and just talk about their experiences and when they do that they suddenly realize they're not alone anymore and that's another way to make people feel more comfortable to share and to understand that something is going on but it's okay to admit it and uh, be open to deal with it very true um what factors have you found through through research excuse me, are common factors that lead to burnout. You talked about identifying it, and that was amazing. So what makes people get to this, like, edge where they are just burnt out? Mm. Yeah, so um, I focus mainly on leaders and change makers, and uh, there are very specific causes to burn out amongst this um, audience of people. And this is what we've mentioned before, this strong commitment to the cause of work. But it also goes to work and life balance. When people are so committed to work, they tend to long to work sorry, longer hours and then they forget to uh, take care of themselves. They forget to have uh, personal life, right? To make time for something that is not uh, work. But there are other reasons. For example, uh, the way society puts a monetary value on what we do. So oftentimes uh, people don't uh, differentiate between um, working for social impact and charity. So, you know, when people work towards sustainability, you know, um, making positive impact in society, this is not charity. It doesn't mean that they shouldn't get paid for that. But that's oftentimes the case. So we work hard, we, long, uh, we work long hours, we are committed to our work, but then we hardly get paid or people expect that we do it voluntarily. That's a, a big cause for frustration and then burnout. And of course, there's the gaps between what change makers need and what they actually get in terms of um, support from different systems. So if institutions are not supporting their work, if organizations are not supporting their work, that's very harmful. I'm guessing you are familiar with the case that a person goes to their boss and say, I have this great idea, let's do this and that. And their boss said, now it's not the right time. No, no, we don't do things that way. Right. But, right, so it's very frustrating uh, at some point, this person who's supposed to be very innovative, in some point, they will stop trying. And then they are disengaged. And then in some point, that burnt out. Wow, that is true. When you really sit and think about everything that you just said, it's like, yeah, 
that can definitely take you there. And then even um, having a community organization and doing so much community work myself and remembering what the first like two years, three years was like, it it does get frustrating. Yeah. And it was a lot of balance because all my community work and everything wasn't paying me. And any money that comes in goes to all the causes, you know, it goes to the volunteer groups or it goes to whatever project is happening. So you have to balance all of that. And that is work. Like you were saying, it is. It is work. And think about it is that um, the most committed people are the people who are usually the most responsible and taking upon themselves all the hard work. These are the people that on one hand are very passionate about what they do. And on the other hand, are the ones who are putting so much effort, so they would probably be the first one to burn out if they don't take care of themselves or if the organization uh, don't help them to take care of themselves. Right. It's so true. So how do you prevent burnout? Yeah, that's a key question. <laughs> when people ask me, so what's your solution to the problem of burnout? How do you prevent burnout? I say, I always say, there's no, um, there isn't a solution. First, because there's no uh, one solution. There are many. And second, because there's no one size fit for all. So each person probably should employ different practices to prevent burnout because, you know, we're different. We are different humans. And if I see one person meditate, for example, it doesn't mean that I have to meditate to cultivate my well-being. It could be actually very stressful to think that I have to do something like the other one I do. So I would say first, do your... Um, inner exploration, do your inner research, what is working for you, which practices make you feel better, uh, what is serving you the best. And that's a very general reply. First of all, don't be stressed out if something is not working for you. That's okay. It's very different from one person to another. Very true. Yeah, and I would continue to say that there are many, many practices. So, for example, contemplative practices, um, mindfulness, journaling, uh, stillness, or maybe movement. So, if you're a person who um, is moving a lot during your work, maybe you have a very physical work, then the way to balance that is to interpret some stillness. Pause during your day. Or the other way around, if you sit across your uh, computer screen all day, maybe the way to balance that is to get socialized and to be out, you know, your time. And I would also touch upon connecting. This is very, very important. So find the people you trust, the people you want to connect with. Uh, maybe mentors, maybe uh, colleagues, 
people you can actually share with um, your struggles, your setbacks, your challenges, and you know these people will help you. Because connecting is really, it's really, really important to help you maintain your well-being. That, that's a key in preventing burnout, connecting. Yes, I love it. And just to have a community of people that you know you can go to is just really important. Yeah, correct, correct. I love this episode so far. You've taught us so much about burnout, where it comes from, how to find that balance so you are not like everywhere. As this episode comes to an end, I want to talk about your book for a minute. I know you have a book all about burnout, but I want you to tell our audience about it and where they can find it. Oh, thank you. Yes, so uh, the book's name is Burning Out Won't Get You There. And this is exactly that, uh, describing what is burnout, what are the causes, but there's a big, big part of the book that actually describing all the suggested practices and exercises and approaches that could help anyone preventing burnout and cultivating well-being. And all these, uh, all the input and insights are taken from the interviews that I held with different people and makers, experts, dictators from all over the world. So I hope there's something there for everyone, basically. And you can find the book on Amazon under the name Burning Out Won't Get You There or um, in the publishing uh, website, which is also my organization, bethechange.org.il. And you can also feel free to reach me, uh, to reach out to me directly. I'm always there to support people, especially individuals, but also organizations in this topic. I'm very passionate about it. And it's really important for me personally to help whoever I can in, um, you know, thrive doing what we do in life. I love it. And I love the title of your book as well. It is straightforward and reminds you that burnout really won't get you there. Like you need to find some kind of balance. It is amazing that you are able to provide that and your research is appreciated because clearly this is like a worldwide issue. And people in every individual space feel like, oh, it's just them. So you broke that barrier. Mm, I do hope so. Thank you so much for helping me uh, spread the message across. Of course, it's so important. Let our audience know. Let our audience know where they can find you. You can find me on LinkedIn, Davida Ginta, or on Facebook, same name. 
or in uh, one of uh, the two of my websites, bethechange.org.l or in kindlegirls.com. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on to meditations, affirmations, and small conversations. Thank you for inviting me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and head over to the blog on Monday for more information. And of course, as always, With Davida being a wonderful guest of ours, she will be featured on the blog. So you will know how to find her in the show notes, but also on the blog, mjwrites21.blogspot.com. Sending you love and light. Hoping that the rest of your weekend is peaceful and you don't forget to take care so you can avoid burnout because it won't get you there.